When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Punters, Mate, on SEN. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Punters, Mate, on this Friday, the 15th of September, 2023. We've got a massive weekend of racing ahead of us. Uh, Group 1 action, great racing, as I mentioned, right across uh, the eastern states. And a man who's right in amongst it, down in Melbourne, is Sammy Highland. Sammy, good afternoon to you. Hello, Chris O. Hello, Chris O. Uh, yeah, it's, um, look, I'm down in Melbourne, uh, and it's it's been great to be uh, back in, in the old hometown. I will say one thing, Chris O. I've only been yes. here a couple of days, and yes. uh, I do not miss the traffic. It's, <laughs> you know, like dead set, you can... Yeah, well, everywhere is just so easy in Bris Vegas, isn't it? It's just there's no traffic, and you know, two days running, it's it's crazy the traffic here in Melbourne, and and you know, I don't know a lot about Sydney, but they say Sydney's even worse. So we, uh, yeah, it's it's really quickly it it uh, it annoys you the traffic here too too well, many yeah. too much too much. Well, you're right, and even the even the trip from the airport can be a, a pain in the in the neck. That can take forever. It all depends. It all depends on when you time it. I think if you're going to drive around in Melbourne or Sydney, you want to do your travelling yeah. at about three in the morning, if preferably. <laughs> it's funny you say that though, because I'm not in Brisbane, as you know. I'm a bit further north. But I, I I was out for dinner a couple of weeks ago, and I left. I left, and I'll tell you where the place was. I was in Markula. You know Markula, Sammy. And right. I left there, and it was eight thirty at night, and I've got about a ten minute trip home. And yeah. as I was driving out of the uh, the hotel, I saw two cars come towards me, and then I never saw another one until I, and, and all, <laughs> all the way home. <laughs> yeah, but good. it's a bit like that up here. It's very, very quiet, and everything closes pretty early. So not good if you're, you know, 20 years old. But, um, yeah, it's just amazing. It is different. And, yes, uh, I'll be down there next month, and I'm sure I'll uh, think exactly the same as you. Well, I wish the Emerald closed early last night. Because, uh, <laughs> Are you still there? Yeah. Andy, Andy and Jane were, uh, yeah, well, it was, uh, it's uh, still as great as ever, that pub, and uh, very funny, but uh, Nicole Fitnickers was, uh, she was a bit critical this morning, Of uh, she just said, you know, you are not 20 again, you are not 20 again, but uh, it's all good fun, isn't it, it's all good fun. So, so what's tonight going to bring, the quiet night or another just go again? Uh, well, we've got my mother's birthday tonight, so... Oh. Uh, yeah, I think there's about uh, 28 Highlands coming together with um, uh, nieces and nephews. And so I can assure you one thing, it will be loud. It will be very, very loud. Well, I can I, see you're either... I, I, you're might, either... I, might have this thing out, I might have this thing out of me tonight, but, but then yeah. again, but then again, uh, I might be ready to go, second up, just go for it. I was going to say, there's, there's two ways it can go. One is that you'll just fire up again or you'll just go to sleep in the corner and you'll just, you know, <laughs> they won't even know you're there. But anyway, 
Uh, news of the yeah, week. Happy, happy, Any other happy news? birthday! Happy birthday to my mother, and a happy birthday Definitely. to Adam Taylor, my brother-in-law. It's his birthday today. Uh, sells the best Toyotas in the country at uh, Hamilton Toyota and Stall Toyota. So uh, shout out to Adam yeah. Taylor, good man. Yeah, hope I hope Adam and your mother-in-law have uh, have terrific days and enjoy their their birthdays. Now, just before we get on to the news, I believe the weather's been pretty good down there. Uh, unbelievable! Yesterday, twenty-six degrees, and then this morning, wow. I, yeah, I was uh, yesterday morning. I walked up and got a coffee uh, from Junior, and uh, it was a bit chilly. And then, and then it just, yeah, the sun came out. It was a beautiful day, and and it's going to be more of the same today. I've rolled in in my, uh, in my usual uniform, shorts, thongs, and t-shirt, and it's quite fitting that the the sun's come out again, Chris. Yeah, this time you're not freezing. That's it. That's it. All right. Now, news. Uh, the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival Program was announced earlier in the week, and it looks like an absolute cracker, Sammy. This will be on our doorstep before we know it. $25 million in prize money and bonuses on offer. Ten action-packed weeks. Uh, the two-year-old Classic and the three-year-old Guineas on Magic Millions race day will increase by a million dollars each. So they're both now worth $3 million. Magic Millions race day overall prize money goes to $14.25 million, up from 11.75 in 2023. Uh, the Bar Cup will kick the 10 weeks off, and that is at the Sunshine Coast on November 18. And, of course, it all rounds out on the Gold Coast in mid-January. So that's some big news there. The Summer Carnival, I say it every year, it just gets bigger every year. Yeah, it's so good, isn't it? Uh, it's, and you're so right. I mean, it's just... In the four years that that I've um, lived in Queensland, and and it was sort of uh, when I first moved up there, that was the first uh, summer carnival that I'd experienced, and and thought, gee, this is uh, really great. And and I tell you what, in the last four years, it just keeps getting bigger and better, and uh, yep. you know, better class horses, better trainers, and and obviously finishing with the the magic means, it's so good, doesn't it? It, it just all fits in perfectly, and I I always think uh, it's so great that obviously. Uh, lots of trainers are, are up from down south for for the sales, and but everybody really gets into the swing of, swing of it in that last couple of weeks, uh, well, and yeah, it's it's a great uh, great carnival. They do because the Gold Coast is such a good place to go at that time of the year. Everyone's on holidays, everyone's having a good time. They're not worried about working, um, and, and and that that barrier draw on the beach is a perfect example. The atmosphere there is is fantastic. So if you haven't been and you can go. Uh, please do. It's, it's just a great time to be on the Gold Coast, a great time to be uh, enjoying all the racing. Now, you're probably best, well, you're certainly best out of the two of us to talk about this. Uh, Giga Kick was beaten last week, and there's been a lot of chat and a lot written about Craig Williams's ride. What were your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I think if Willow had his time again, he, he obviously wouldn't ride the horse uh, the same way. I think I... Look, from from watching from afar and seeing the horse on TV, he looks bigger. He looked soft, I thought. He looked bigger horse, mm-hmm. chunkier, you know. And, uh, yeah, I, look, I'm going to say that uh, I'm going to say that uh, the way Imperatrice won, that was so soft, Chris. Like, I reckon she still beats Giga Kick anyway, you know. Um, yep. But, you know, I understand that uh, – and, and Willow put his hand up and, and said it, it – uh, uh, he made a mistake and it wasn't ideal, but um, yeah, I, I tell you what, she she was super in Paratrice, and that was such a soft win. 
yeah, I, I think um, Giga Kick will definitely improve, obviously make a huge improvement out of that first up run. And, uh, yeah, it is what it is. It's, uh, I mean, yep. um, you know, it's... You know, it, it happens all the time. You know, you look. You look oh, I mean, you, can't get them you, all you right. lose. You lose rides all the time as a jockey, and yep. it's just it's part of the job, Chris. You know, it's it, yep. it's uh, you know, it's Jonathan Munns's. Uh, it, it's his horse, and um, yeah, it's he owns it. He's he cool. pays the bills. He, that's it. It's his call. Yep. So um, you know, you as a jockey, um, you just you have to cop what whatever you get, you know, and, that, and, uh, as I say, I'm sure if he, if Willow rode it again, he wouldn't ride it the same, but you can't have your time again. And it is what it is. So it's, it's not, I, I think it's been beat up a lot, you know, it's been, yes, it's, agreed. it seems to, it seems to have got, uh, so much talk and traction in social media and all the rest of it. And they're, they're coming down on hard on, on Willow. Well, at the end of the day, he said, he, he said that he, uh, it wasn't ideal and, that, it is what it is, you know. That, they want a new jockey. They want a new jockey. I mean, uh, Craig will still uh, he'll still come back and come out on top and ride big winners over the carnival because he just does it time and time again. So it's um, you know it's it's no big deal really. I don't think. All right, Gay Waterhouse uh, has been elevated to legend or will be elevated to legend status on the uh, on the Australian Racing Hall of Fame. That's a good move. That's that's excellent. She's uh, done a. An outstanding job over the years, there's no doubt about that, and she fully deserves it. Congratulations to Gay. Uh, the 2023 Tab Queensland Thoroughbred Awards finalists have been announced. So let's have a really quick pop quiz, Sammy. Okay. Now, I'll ask you a few questions here. Queensland Horse of the Year. You tell me which one you... I'm going to tick these, and I'm going to see how many you get right, because I'm going to give you the finalists really quickly. So oh you haven't gosh. got any time to think about these answers. Horse of the Year. Kovalika Skirt the Law Uncommon James. Uncommon James. Jockey of the Year, Maloney, Orman, Thompson or Wiggins? Orman. Apprentice of the Year, Ange Jones, Emily Lang, Jaden Lloyd, Bailey Wheeler? Angela Jones. Trainer of the Year, Gollan, Heathcote, Munts, O'Day, Hoisted or Waller? Gollan. Two-year-old of the Year, Appen Girl, Safrado, Mashani Royale or Skirt the Law? That's a given. Skirt the Law. Yeah, Skirt the Law. Yeah. <laughs> and only two more. Three-year-old of the year. Knight's Choice, Kovalika, Yellow Brick. Yellow Brick. Four-year-old and up horse of the year. Palaya Pan, Rothfire, Uncommon James. Uh, it's... Tick, Look, tick, I lo- tick, uh, Rothfire's a freak. <laughs> I think he's, he's, he's very good, but probably Uncommon James. But, but uh, okay. yeah, I'll shout out tick. to Rothfire because he's so good. He is, and he was so very tough. good last week, of course, in the McEwen. Uh, I'll just I'll tick next to those, so we'll see how you go in a couple of weeks when those uh, those are given. Now, last week's racing, a double, something new to Tony Golan and Jimmy Orman. We also had a double to, double to Kelly Sweeter. He's absolutely flying, Kelly Sweeter, at the moment. He's sitting second on the premium. Uh, is he your trader? Is he your trader, He is my trainer. He certainly is. <laughs> and he's having, thanks to my horse, he's having a great time. No, there's a couple others there going okay. Uh and Angela Jones rode another double as well. A couple of the highlights. Tiger Shark was good, making it uh, a couple straight there. Deep respect, one for Kelly. Uh, shows plenty of promise. And Tidal Creek won the, uh, the feature race, the Doombin Mile, the 1,600-metre Doombin Mile. One for Stuart Kendrick, who he only recently bought Tidal Creek. He is a trainer that's absolutely on a heater at the moment too, Stuart Kendrick. And he's uh, teaming a lot with Bailey Wheeler around the place and getting a lot of winners.
Yeah, how did, how many did he train last Sunday? Five or something? I reckon he trained four at least. Yeah, um, it was uh, a yeah, big, da- big day. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, even Bailey. If Bailey's, he come, like, uh, Bailey's a terrific talent, isn't it? We've said it uh, many times before, but he's just going to keep getting better. Well, he is, and I think he's one of those jockeys when he does lose his claim that he'll still be well and truly uh, required by the bigger stables. I think he's just a good, smart, strong jockey, and he, he doesn't mind taking the risk and pushing them through gaps. And if you're in a tight finish, you'll certainly be happy to have uh, Bailey Wheeler on your horse, that's for sure. So, And Chris Anderson did tell us that. He told us that before Bailey even got rolling, didn't he, Yes, Jenny? he did. He did. He did. Uh, big fan, big fan of uh, Chris Anderson on punters, mate, that is for sure. We are. He's uh, a friend of the show. Now, let's have a bit of a chat about something, Sammy. I like to scan the papers and the form guides and see what people write in with their, you know, their bricks and their bouquets. Um, (laughs) Now, one that's been annoying me for a little while... Dual acceptors. Let's go back a long, long time ago, and I think only Sydney had dual acceptors and used to get one or two on a Saturday. And I remember Ian Craig saying, the old dual acceptor rule comes up again, and the horse would often win. There'd be only one horse nominated every now and again for two races. Now, we've got horses nominated for up to three races, and they're not scratched until Saturday morning. It's getting a bit out of control, Sammy. It's very hard when you're doing the form on a Wednesday before lunchtime. It is, it is, and I guess um, you know, for for people, to, for us to encourage people to be gambling and and uh, uh, responsibly, of course, always. But you know, you want to make it pretty easy for them, don't you? You know, and and uh, you know, I I, I know uh, I've my um, nephew James was talking to him about uh, you know gambling and on horses and whatever, and he said, oh, I just find the footballs easier, you know, and he's. He's 22 or something, I think, and just said, you know, so he, he's keener betting on football. And, and I suppose, you know, uh, what I'm alluding to is, you know, you want to make it easy for people, don't you? You know, and then when you've got these horses that are, as you say, entered in numerous races and it's it can make it a bit tricky. So, look. Um, it does. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's it can be other... frustrating sometimes, can't it? Well, he raises a good point here. Um, uh, well, a couple of points. Punters connected with stables are barely with knowledge that others don't have. That's an interesting one. Uh, and, of course, the, the deductions that are happening on Saturday mornings are, are, are getting so high, it's, it's getting a bit ridiculous. It's making yeah, it that... tough to bet. That, and now you get your markets go up on a Wednesday afternoon and you know, the deductions by Saturday morning are, you know, are very high. Yeah. Yeah, that that is uh, gee, that can really uh, annoy you, can't it? When you you get yes. uh, you bet early and then and then uh, and then you and then you, your end result is oh gee, it's not so good, is it? You know. So I, you know, I think it's fair to say you should. I, I think stables and and whatever know where their horses are going by what Friday morning, nine o'clock Friday morning, something like yep. that. Maybe we have to look at a rule that. You know, because some of these, as I said, three races is ridiculous. You don't know where they're going to go until Saturday morning. So, yeah, more of a, I think this is more of a me issue than you this time around. But um, <laughs> don't worry, I'll get back onto you next week. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, today's guest on the show will be Tony Gollan, and we'll be talking to him in just a moment. He's got some uh, 
Some really good horses going around, obviously, in Melbourne. Uh, Skirt the Law goes around, and Antino makes his long-awaited return. And he's also got some uh, some terrific chances on the home front at Eagle Farm tomorrow. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where the action is racing today. And today, they were racing at Ipswich. But over the weekend, we're racing at Eagle Farm. That's our feature meeting in Queensland. We race on the poly track at the Gold Coast it's Dolby Cup Day, of course, Sammy, tomorrow, and you'll be all over that in the uh, on the Darling Download when we catch up tomorrow morning. And we've also got cups and non-TOE venues at Atherton and Springshaw, meetings at Gympie and Winton, and then back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday afternoon. Sammy, Sam, that's not the Sam you're thinking I'm saying. I'm saying Sam, our wonderful panel operator with the music. Bit of Oasis there. Yeah, I thought, why not? It featured heavily in my drive to work. So, um, yeah, sort of fit, fit the mood. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if uh, Tony Gollan's an Oasis fan. Tony, good afternoon to you. Are you a fan of Oasis? <laughs> good afternoon, guys. Uh, probably not my fave band, but look, I'll rock with it today. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Now, you're in Melbourne because you've got some outstanding chances at Flemington tomorrow. Of course, Antino resumes in race three. And Skirt, the law goes around second up in race six. How are both horses coming along? Yeah, they're both really good. Uh, Skirt, the law's first up run down here with Trippy Caulfield. Set at the straight tomorrow. Uh, I think she'll handle it. You never really know, I guess, till you put them down there. But she, she's done super. Uh, form around is good. She's improved, so she, she's in a pretty good place. Uh, Antino, fresh up. He's been down here a couple of weeks now. He settled in really nicely at Flemington. Uh, it's a really good first-up option for him. He's I, been I, fa- I, been fantastic, Tony Antino. Tell us what sort of horse is, uh, is he to, to train? And uh, uh, Well, he's a, he's a terrific horse to have in the stable, but he just looks like uh, – I think he, he's a dead-set superstar, this horse. Yeah, he's really um he's a really good horse to train, Sammy. He's pretty straightforward. He's a lovely laid back horse. He he just goes about his business. He's he's no fuss. You don't really know you got him. So he's a beautiful horse to train. There's not too many quirks to him. He's he's really straightforward and I was really keen to get him here a couple of weeks prior to his run. I think his first time away it's important we settle him in nicely and he's done that really well. he's really enjoying his time at Flemington. Gate number one, Tony. Uh, he's a horse that's versatile, but I I'm suggesting that you'd be taking every advantage of that inside draw. Yeah, I'd say so. They're seven furlong at Flemington. They're not run overly quick, and there's not a whole lot of exposed no. speed in this race. So, you know, if we can... He's not always wants to step overly well, but he can muster. So I'd imagine he'd hold a pretty prominent position off that low draw. Okay. Now, providing he comes through the race tomorrow, and there's no reason he won't successfully, he I know the tour acts the aim, but where would he go next? He goes to Sandown next. Um, it's about... 15 days, Sunday meeting there, grand final weekend. Uh, as a group three, over 1,500, ideal for him, second up. All right. Now, moving on to Skirt the Law in race number six. Uh, she was so good first up. She was only narrowly beaten there by Charmstone, who came out and franked that form on Saturday last. Uh, gate 23 down the straight. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of straight races lately. Sammy might have more, have more of an idea. And, Tony, I'm sure you've done your homework. But do they come down the outside these days? Where do they come from? Yeah, look, I don't think 23 is bad for her. It's been pretty windy and warm down here. It's been really nice. So, 
they're thinking, you know, middle to, you know, outside middle, something like that. So I don't think she'll be in, a, in too bad a spot. So I don't, I don't want to guess too much about the straight races. It's not really my uh, my forte. We're obviously in Queensland. Don't, don't see a lot of these straight races. But I know for me, I'm, I'm happy to be drawn on, on my Queensland rail more so than, than down low. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have to agree with that, that, um, you know, it's if anywhere you want to draw. It seems to be the theme now, they just come down the middle. I mean, once upon a time, it was always they went in or out. and But in recent years, um, they just come down the middle. So her being on the outside is not uh, such a – or drawn out wide is not such a bad thing. And, and uh, it's just really whether whether they handle going up the straight. I just find straight racing annoying because – you know, it's you just know how many horses that actually are not comfortable running in a straight line. They they do look for a bend. That that's how they're trained. And yeah, it's I think. Uh, but when you get a good straight horse, then they're you know that's why they keep winning because they're 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 so good at it running in a straight line. But I think gee, it, it's always a it's always a worry. You know, when you're having a bet in a straight race and and the horse hasn't been up the straight before, you think oh, you know that it's there that it could could uh, hinder it. You know. That's basically the whole field, Sammy. Two bar, I think about three horses. I think about two or three in this whole race have actually been up the straight. So it's a it's a really um, really open book here for these fillies. Not, not very few of them have actually had a go at it. So you're right. I think it, it is a bit of a trick, a trick until you do it. Uh, you can only go on your gut feel and whether you think your horse will handle that sort of racing or not, really. Uh, just staying down south before we move to uh, Eagle Farm tomorrow, Zoo Style, how did he pull up after the McEwen last week? Yeah, he put up really good. Um, unfortunately, he got, he got a Mooney Valley that, that played to the centre. You know, horses mm-hmm. swooping on. Had it been the previous few meetings there, it was a you know, really inside sort of track. But I thought he raced really well. He raced probably up to where he was. And the three horses that beat him home are, are probably just better horses than him, I'd say. So well, I think he's done a great job. And hopefully throughout the carnival, he'll find his race. He was running the same sort of race he ran in last spring and he was competitive the whole way through. And I think we saw last week he'll be pretty competitive again. Before right, we Eagle look Farm. at, oh sorry, sir. yeah, yep. yeah, I was just going to say before we look at Eagle Farm, uh, Chris, I'm just going to mention uh, Angela Jones. She's had such a, uh, a such a fantastic uh, season, Tony, and you must be uh, so happy and proud of of uh, the job that she's done. With you know, obviously moving from Toowoomba, then basing herself in town, and gee, she's she's a great talent, isn't she? Yeah, she is. I'm really proud of Sammy. To be honest, I don't probably tell her. Whole, that very often uh, we're not we're not overly give her too many accolades because um, everyone else sort of does. But she's she's done a really good job. I'm, I'm very proud of the job she's done. I I can't remember a kid outriding her her whole claim in one season in Brisbane since I've been training. So she's did a terrific job, and already as a senior, she's starting to hit the hit the boards pretty good. So she's doing she's doing a great job, and you know she's a she's going to make it as a senior, no doubt. Alrighty, we kick off the day tomorrow with Tenzing in race one. Uh, he looks nicely placed, Tony, up to sixteen hundred metres. That's what he wants. Yeah, I think so, Chris. Um, Blinkers on, I think, is a big plus for him too. I've been wanting to put him on him now for a few runs, but you're right. I've been on to creeping up to the mile now, third up. He's drawn, you know, fairly well to get the right sort of run midfield, and if he sprints as quick as I think he will with the blinkers on, it'll be pretty hard to beat. Race number two, uh, the 2,400-metre Gazumpathon, and dead set, they just take it in turns, these horses, don't they? Is it Coup de Donner's, uh chance? Well, is it his race uh, on Saturday? Yeah, 
I don't know, he pulled pretty hard the other day. The blinkers on first time. I, I left them on because at least he was a bit interested. <laughs> if he can just execute the race a little bit better, there's no there's no reason he won't be thereabouts. But you're right, I, these races are geez, they're tricky to pick. They are. Now, now, race five, this interests me, this fifth position. Now, you've only had this horse for one run, and that run was a couple of weeks ago. It didn't get a lot of room in the straight. I'm not sure if there was something there or there's something wasn't. I sort of think there might have been. So I've actually tipped him to win, but I, I don't really know. So any help appreciated here. Yeah, he's a really quirky horse. He's a horse they, they don't want to get out on too early. So he's one you sort of got to ride to sometimes he'll be unlucky. So you've got to sit behind him and just try and get out, you know, with him only inside the furlong. So... Look, if he can present at the right time, the other day he just probably couldn't get off heels when he really wanted to. But that's sort of the horse's trick. So, look, he's he done really well. He, he's, um, he's improved nicely. He said the Queensland. He had a pretty long, hard winter in um, in Victoria. He's enjoying the sun on his back. And there's no reason he wouldn't run well. But yet again, a bit like the 2400. I don't know who's going to win this. Race number seven, you saddle up two runners, Insta Good from the one draw and Ventura from gate four. So they're, they're going to have good runs in the races, these horses. Yeah, it's a good race, but isn't it? It's a really good three-year-old race. This, the format, this will be terrific. A lot of raced horses, and there's a few there with a good bit of hype about them. I thought Insta Good was brilliant the other day. I prefer it to be 1,200. This is just the way the... The calendar was for me. I couldn't find the sort of race that trip. And, and Ventura, I think she was excellent on debut. I can ride it just behind what will be a good speed here. And, and she's a quality filly. So I think she'll run really well in what's a really good race. I, I like Instagood, Tony. I, and I'm with you. I would have loved to see it a bit further. But there's a lot of speed here. And hopefully they can cut each other to pieces and, and she can get home over the top of them. So fingers crossed. Race eight, uh, you, uh, you're saddling up Shamaton, who's uh, always consistent and thereabouts. And Asamu, who's a... Uh, a new addition to the stable. Yeah, there's a bit of speed in this race. Asamu, you know, you've seen him plenty of times when, when O'Day Hoisted had him and he steps out and gets rolling. He's got a few mates in this race who want to do the same thing and Shepard's holding a lovely run, but just behind them, I think. So I think both horses are going super. I wouldn't put read too much from the Shamaton's last start. We went back on a day where you just couldn't make up any ground over 1,200. So I think he'll be far more effective off a good draw at 1,000. So both horses are in good shape and just a matter of how the race gets run. And a star of chaos in the lucky last. Yeah, she's been excellent. I think she's done done super. She's improved again tomorrow. I think she's doing a great job. Her first up run, we sort of stuffed things a bit with her. We got it right second up and third up. She improved nicely again. So she's going for three in a row. I think Viminelli is a really nice horse. The other horse just underneath her. We got to give half a kilo to, but... To me, they look, they look the one-two in the race. It doesn't matter who's going to be better than, than who. Now, just uh, last week, you saddled up, obviously, another double. Um, it's a regular occurrence. Sometimes it's four, but at least it's two. Uh, congrats on Mushiali. That, that was, I mean, gate one helped, but uh, obviously the plan was to just make full use of that gate. And once, once that horse jumped and was sitting behind the leader on the fence, it was game over. So that, that was a good win. And I thought, situation room, does he now go off to the, uh, the Wheatwood next week? Yeah, he does. He's, he's a real ripper situation for him. He's, he's one of those horses you, just, you love to train horses like him. He just he just gets in there and does his best for you every time he goes round. I, I thought we, we handed up a bit quick to Orbison, fresh up, and obviously he blew out. But he's that horse sort of horse. He improved in a prep, and that was on display last week. He improved really nicely off that first up run, and he'll improve, he'll improve again. So he goes to Tormund now for the Wheatwood, and he's, um, he's the right sort of horse for a, for a tough race like that. 
Uh, it's going to be a good Sunday. race. That's going to be a good race. It always is, isn't it, the Wheatwood? But um, it's going to be a really good race this year, isn't it? It is a good race. I've never bloody won it. You wouldn't believe it. I've, <laughs> I've tried every single year since I've been training. I've, I've never won this race. So I've got a few, you know, irons in the fire next week. And I hope this year's my year. It's, it's certainly a, a race, obviously, being a Tulba boy that it holds hold dear to my heart. And I, I certainly love to win the Wheatwood. So fingers crossed next week. It's my turn. Now, just before we let you go, uh, you've got a couple of, well, you've got quite a few runners at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday, but uh, can you tell me about Ronald Simpson, the three-kilo claiming apprentice? Is he now indentured to you? Uh, not at the moment. He's up, he's up for a week to look around. He's a young boy uh, from the country. He's been riding down Dubbo, Clint London. They've been doing a great job with him down there. He's got minimal claim left in the country. He's quite an experienced young apprentice. Um, he's been up for the week. I'm pretty impressed with what I've seen, to be honest. So he'll ride the weekend for us. He'll go home and, and sort a few things out. And, you know, God willing, he'll probably come back, you know, at the end of the month, I'd say. So we'll get through the weekend first and then Ron and I will sit and have a chat and you might see him riding for us by the end of the month. Excellent. No worries at all. Well, Tony, best of luck over the uh, the whole of the weekend, especially down there in Melbourne in those big races. Uh, and I'm sure it'll be another successful one for you in the stable. How, how good's the weather, yeah, Tony? How good's the Melbourne weather? Yeah. No, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I was talking a week ago. It was absolutely freezing down here. I can believe it. Where this week is beautiful. Shorts and oh, shirts and stuff, though. What about, what about the coffee? That's next, isn't it, Sammy? Yeah, the coffee yeah. is outstanding. I tell you, it is. It is yeah. so no good. Different. Nah. It's no different than it is up here. <laughs> the coffee is pretty good, but the weather <laughs> this week is very Queensland-like down here. I feel like I'm at home this week. But... Oh, that's good. Yeah, good. That's good. Thanks, Tony. All the best. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Cheers. You too. Thanks a lot. Tony Golan, uh, Queensland's leading trainer for about the last 400 years, joining us there, Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he and, does a great uh, job. And, and really good insight, uh, listening, hearing Tony talk about uh, you know, that race, the Wheatwood, you know, like uh, as he yep. said, he's a Toowoomba boy and uh, he's yet to win it. And, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, He's going to have a few going for it. This It's going to be a great race. And, uh, we'll, we'll throw Yellow uh, Brick in, of course. Oh, I know. that's Well, He's he. we know how much we we both love uh, Yellow Brick and Toowoomba loves Yellow Brick. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, it, it's, it is going to be a beauty, uh, the Wheatwood, that's for sure. It, it will. And uh, I was impressed with Situation Room last week. I thought right up on the speed all the way and was just a, a good, strong win. It was coming clear of uh, Orbison on the line. So... Tony's got that horse going really well. And if you remember, go back a few weeks ago, I think, when they had uh, the King of the Mountains slots, the owner of Situation Room, I think, from memory, That's right. bought a yeah. slot. So, yeah. yeah, they really want to win some big races at Toowoomba with that horse, and uh, that might all start next weekend. Sammy, we'll go for a break. Uh, when we come back for a, from the break, we'll chat to Gibbo. We'll do Sausage of the Week. We'll get some tips out of the way. We'll just basically cover off everything. This is The Punter's Mate on SEM. It's that time of the week, Sam, where well, we get to the point of the show where we're giving out tips, horses to back. But before we get to horses to back, we're telling you horses not to back because it's sausage of the week time. And there's a few going around lately, and we still continue to have great success with our sausages of the week. None of them have won since we've sausaged them, since we put them in the 
Well, sausage maker. I'm go- I'm going to say that uh, I'm 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 putting mine in probably more so just because uh, it hurt so much. I had a good lick at it last week. Regal Pom. Oh my well, golly gosh. Yeah, I know, but I it just oh please just had such a good run. Just kick off and kick away and just put him away, will you? Dead set. Oh. And so anyway, it? I'm pu- I'm putting it in Shibley beat it. Shibley. Oh yeah, that's and Manazi. Oh, and oh, yeah. oh my gosh. So I'm I'm hurting from Regal Pom, but uh it'll probably it'll probably it'll come out and win next time, I bet. No, it won't, because the record's perfect. It won't win. It won't win. It might win again, but not for a while. Have you got Although a sausage, Chris? I have. And uh, someone actually asked me about this horse last week because they're big on their ratings and said, this horse just rates beautifully. Does it win? And the horse's name is Be Water, my friend. Oh. And uh, <laughs> that just sums it up, your sigh there. And I said, oh, I couldn't have it. Gave up on it you know, quite some time ago. Gets into races that it should win and doesn't, and it'll bob up. Like a bit like that other Marauder, bar none. Yes. It's worse. Yes. Yes. But um, be water, my friend. Again, well fancied last week, not just by the person who asked me that question, but by punters, and let the team down. Looked beautifully placed up on seat on a good gate from a good gate and did nothing. So be water, my friend. Goes in the sausage file as does Regal Pom. No others, Sammy. At this stage. No, I think. Uh... I think uh, well, the week I've had on the on the uh, Rex Hunt is, uh, I tell you, it, uh, they could all go in. Yeah, I've got I've got heaps, but I'm going to I'm going to I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, be positive, you know, turn things around. Well, you are a positive person, I would have thought. Yeah, and some sometimes I get on a rant, don't I? Sometimes I get on. <laughs> well, that's it's, everyone does. It's it's passion though. It's passion, Chris O, and it's it's right. I think I think it's. Uh, it's definitely important in our sport to have plenty of that, isn't it? It is. And I know one man who's got so much passion, but he needs to put some of that passion towards his boxing. And I don't know if he's done anything yet because it's only probably a couple of months until he's going to go into the ring and face off against, um, I don't know, Dolph Lundgren. I tell you what, like he, he needs to put his... Off. He, needs to, he needs to step into gear because uh, we've, we've heard for a long time now that he still hasn't got into into shape so he, he needs to get a move on all right well let's jump in the car head down to the gold coast and see what gibbo is exactly uh, doing about this boxing caper on the gold coast in the sunshine a holiday paradise <laughs> ah. gibbo you know where this is leading, don't you? I think so. All right, now we need an update. We haven't heard. Have you got? We have you got heard... yourself? Have you got yourself yeah. up and about yet? Are you in the ring yet? One. I've done. I've done one session. <laughs> I did go probably need a bit session. more than that. I'm. I'm going to say you're probably going to need a bit more than that. I was. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell you what, hitting the pads. Gee, I thought I was. I went. Went from thinking I was Kostya Zoo hitting the pads to <laughs> realising exactly how bad I was when the sparring started. Oh, dear. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Got in the car on the way home. I'm like, oh, I am so bad. 
I can Sorry? cop the hits. I just it, I can cop the hits. It's just uh, yeah, it's not great when you are uh, that fatigued. You can't lift your arms to throw it back. Well, if, if you're just going to sit there and cop the hits and not fire back, I think you're in a bit of trouble. Yeah, I'm not meaning to, Chris. The head's telling me to throw it. <laughs> sure, you're not. I'm like a powder puff. I can't breathe. <laughs> All it's right, a so different fitness, I can tell you. I'm pretty fit, but it's a different fit boxing fit. So what's the plan from here? Uh, plan is to get back in there. I was meant to go again this week, but uh, I've come home from Cairns and had a bit of a throat infection. I've been laid in bed for three days, so oh, no. I uh, didn't make it this week. I'm on holidays next week, so I'll get there in a fortnight. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah and then there'll be something else. No, I did quite enjoy it. I was, I was keen to... Oh, I'll be back. I'll be back. I've got to help Moose, my producer. He's keen as custard, so I told him I've got to help out to make sure I get Meanwhile, the bloke, that you, the bloke that you're taking on is probably in the gym twice a day. Three a week, apparently. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> you are yeah. in trouble. Yeah. yeah not ideal. When it, <laughs> not great. Not, no, no part of it's good. Now, I need... Is, what we need to do tricky. is find out... Exactly when this is uh, is on, and whether the punters mate can get down there, and Sammy and I can maybe chat to you um, before and after the fight. Maybe after yeah, might be yeah, an issue no, by the sound of it, but at least yeah, before. We're, yeah, we're very close. It'll be in the new year, but we're very close to locking in the date. All right. Okay. And uh, I'm gathering we won't have to be there for long by the sound of that. It could be all over in a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. It could be very, very true. Oh dear. <laughs> I'll be dancing. All right, next thing is Cairns. So you went to the Cairns Amateurs as you do uh, each and every year. Last week, uh, tell us, obviously, by the sound of you, you had a good time. Yeah, it always is, mate. It's the best few days of the year. Uh, if you haven't been, go up there. It's just, I mean, the whole town, Cairns, everyone's either on a holiday or they're backpackers. It's, uh, it's just everyone's in a good mood. So the races are great. Um, two eight eight race cards and it's you know weather's nearly always perfect up there there's a bit of light rain day one but not much um great days racing always fun and then the yeah, party atmosphere which took it out of me a bit but uh made it we made it through but uh always fun great day if you haven't been up there get to the amateurs did you get did oh, you get to gilligan's did you get to gilligan's we did get to gilligan's uh jesus some shenanigans at that joint Unreal. I run it. There was there was blokes with just getting around in. There was a whole footy team just in sluggos, just in their swimmers around the pool yeah. ordering drinks, and, and some of the some of the uh, girls' footy teams they had less on. So it was wow. It was quite quite a sight getting around. I felt completely overdressed wearing a shirt and shorts. <laughs> it's a different. Oh. It is a different world up there. Are you booked in for next year? Yeah, I'll never miss a Cairns Amateurs. <laughs> oh, wow. No way. All right. Yeah, you need to give us some winners over the weekend. We've got a, uh, a poly track meeting at the Gold Coast tomorrow and, of course, many other good races. I found one at the Gold Coast tomorrow, so I'm going to see if you find it as well. But away you go. Yeah, I'm not sure what price we're going to be at this, but race seven, number five, Diamond Last looks best of the day. It's... Uh, it's come back particularly well. Nice bit of fresh. It's been quite handy one, but, but very brave last start. And this is easier. I just, I just think she's uh, up on speed, kick for home. I don't think they'll get it. So I think race seven, number five, looks 
looks best of the day. Okay. Um, and I think one that I sort of usually steer away from, but it's just been very good at the last couple of race three, number one, Avenue of Stars. Hmm. Likes the track, and I like the fact they've been a little bit more aggressive lately. Um, and I think the main danger, Purnell, who I am an absolute sucker for, it'll get back and just need that little bit of luck. So I'm thinking Avenue of Stars to maybe steer a little break and, and just hang off Purnell, who I think will flash late. But um, I think it's probably the next best race, three, number one. All right, so two at the on the poly. Race seven, number five, Diamond Lass. Race three, number one, Avenue of Stars. Where else would you like to go? What was, what was the one you liked? Well, it was a really good run last start. Uh, race two, number five, Tropic Sands. But it draws a wide gate yeah. again. It sat about four wide the whole way and it just got beaten. Yeah, if it runs up to the same thing, it'll go very close, I agree. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, you wouldn't want your last on it. Yes, uh, and in Brisbane... Um, Thought the best there. Really keen to see this race. It's only two dollars forty, but race seven, number three, Show Me Mercy. Um, gee, I've liked the two wins. Um, from all reports, may have needed the first up run, and it just showed a really good turn of foot to beat them. It just looks like a very horses with a turn of foot like that just are going to go on and win more more races. And I, I just like what I see there. It's a handy little race. Um, it is. I think, yeah, race seven, number three, Show Me Mercy, looks a, a really nice one in the making. All right. Anything else from anywhere around the place? Um, I could probably back two horses in race five. Um, number one, fifth position, around $8, and number two, Wariri Falls, around seven fifty. It's a bit of a noddy Wariri Falls lately, but I just think this is... I, I like the race they come out of compared to some of these other ones down the bottom. I just think it was a, a better race fifth position was sort of held up, it'll be better for it. I think the big track will suit it better and Rary Falls is sort of showing, can go forward or back. So, I don't know, just with the right runs, I think they can be the two sort of flashing at these others and I, I, I'd just rather the form they come out of. Alright, so Poly Track Race 3, number one avenue of stars, but the very best is Race 7, number five, Diamond Lass. At Eagle Farm, Race 7, number three, the best, Show Me Mercy, and you're happy to back two in Race 5, being one Fifth position and two Wairiri Falls. Excellent. I'll send you some photos, Chris, that you can pass on to Sam from Gilligan. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. we're still on air. Yeah. Yes, we are. We, we are. We are. That's okay. <laughs> that's that, okay. You can still that, send them. That, that's, that's okay. I, yeah, I think it's okay. so, something, something to do with the Henry, isn't it? <laughs> I don't want that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're getting it. I don't want that one. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Gibbo, thanks so much for your time uh, this week. Thanks, Good luck. Gentlemen. Have a great weekend. I hope you're feeling better soon. Thank you. You too. Bye. All right, Sammy. Uh, tips. What's your best bets for tomorrow around the country? Okay. I am going to Eagle Farm, uh, race one, number nine, Lolly Yates. At $5.50. Uh, I'm a fan of this horse, and I just think it's found its uh, its right race. Flemington is a good meeting at Flemington, mm, and I'm a big is. fan of this horse. And it is race eight, number five, Foxy Frieda, who you can get on at $11 today. $11. Now, this Amelia's jewel, right? Yeah. Uh 
gee, it's getting some publicity and some spruik and some. It's a dollar eighty-five. Do you know what I reckon this can beat, it, Frida? This is a good horse. Oh. Foxy Frida's a good horse. It's uh, back. It's. I tell you what, Amelia's Jewel fifteen. It's gonna. Yeah, out you know, the back. It's, it's. It's. Yeah, I, I'm just. I'm. Look, I might be a goose, but. Uh, yeah, it's obviously a good bit of stuff, Amelia's Jewel, but it's it's still, you know, it's it's going to be tough for it. Anyway, we'll see. We will see. All right, so Foxy Frieda, Lolly Yates, anything else? Uh, well, shout out to uh, Dolby. They've got a big meeting there, Dolby Cup Day. I like yep. race five, number one, Husson's Revenge at uh, at Dolby for the Corey and Kylie Gearin camp. Gary Gearin takes the ride. Uh, yeah, this horse will be... This horse will be uh, cherry ripe first up. Just looks its race. I reckon. I reckon, think it'll be winning. No problems. All right. I am going to go with a bit of. Well, I, I, I found it hard to nail a good thing anywhere. So these are all decent prices, or most are. Uh, Eagle Farm Race One Number Seven Ten Zing and Race Seven Number Eleven Insta Good. I think will run well. Uh, I like Overpass in the shorts at Randwick. Race Eight Number Four. I think this horse has really turned the corner. He won that Quokker. And then he ran second in the Doombin 10,000. Uh, and it took Giga Kick a long time to get past overpass. His trials have been terrific. I reckon he's a horse that'll sneak into a race like the Everest. But if he can, uh, or if, he, if, he, if he's going to, he needs to run well tomorrow. And I think he will. So race eight, number four, uh, overpass at Randwick. Some tips from our South Australian tipster. South underscore tips on Twitter. Morfordville tomorrow. The rail's out 13 metres, Sammy. Race two, number 10, Episonic. Episodic for the win. Race five, number four, Boog Nish for the win. Race seven, number two, Bulls on Parade for the win. And race nine, number nine, Taunting Each Way. Sammy, have a great weekend. Enjoy Melbourne. We look to seeing, look forward to seeing you back in the studio next week. Anything you'd like to say? Uh, all the best, punters. Thanks, Chris O. Good luck, punters.